Okay. So today, friends, we are reading a story called There's a Sea in My Bedroom. And this story was written by Margaret Wilde, and the pictures are by Jane Tanner. Mm -hmm. And I will put the pictures on my Instagram, and you can check them out at your convenience. It should go like this. There's an ocean in my bedroom. Mm, you know, um, the sea and the ocean are very similar. In fact, most seas connect to an ocean. Oceans are bigger, and there's only five of them. But there's lots more seas, which are typically smaller than oceans. But sometimes people refer to the ocean as the sea, too. So it's kind of, it's kind of hard to say. Okay, so there's a sea in my bedroom. And it's read today by Mommy and... Chicken Nugget. Chicken Nugget. And you can hear in the background, friends, that we've got a little baby in the room with us today, too. And a chicken nugget. Eat me. Eat me, please. And a chicken nugget. Well, nom, nom, nom. (laughs) All right, chicken nugget. Are you ready? What about you, baby? Are you ready? She is, too. Okay, here we go. David was frightened of the sea. It was a huge wet monster that wanted to gobble him up, knock him over and turn him upside down. He didn't like the sea. Not at all. He wanted to stay dry. Mm-hmm. But he liked collecting shells. He had fan-shaped ones. Some shells looked like trumpets. Some even looked like curved animals' teeth. They were yellow and gray and pink and purple. Then one day he found a conch shell. It was shaped like a pear. The shell was brown on the outside and orange on the inside. That's a very special shell, his father said. If you put it against your ear, you can hear the sea inside. Did you know that? Some seashells are big enough that if you hold them against your ear, it sounds like there's an ocean inside of them or the sea inside of them. Conch shells have a point on one end. There's a picture of it here in the book, and I'll put it on my Instagram so you guys can see it. How could the big scary sea get inside a small shell? David wondered. But he pressed the shell against his ear and listened. And listened. Then he heard the sea. It was soft and growly and friendly. David wasn't scared of this sea. Not at all. He took the shell to his bedroom and put it on the chair next to his bed. He felt sorry for the sea. It couldn't enjoy being trapped inside the shell, he thought. Perhaps he could let it out just for a short while. 
It was such a friendly sea, all soft and growly. He stroked the shell and whispered, Come out, sea. Come out. I won't hurt you. He waited and waited. Nothing happened. Then he heard a swish, swishing noise. The sea rushed out of the shell. The sea curled around his toes and foamed up his legs. He it beat gently against the bed. David was getting wet. But he didn't mind. Not at all. He flopped down in the water and kicked his legs and splashed. He rode his toy boat, floated on his back, and did some somersaults. One, two, three. All around him, his toys bobbed in the water. His red tugboat and his yellow wooden duck and his blue striped seaplane. I think he kicked it. In the picture, we can see that he has all these toys. And they are there in the ocean with him, or in the sea with him. He scooped handfuls of sea foam. The bubbles disappeared quickly in his hand. He laughed and laughed and laughed. His mother and father heard him. They called. What are you doing, David? What are you up to? David jumped into the waves, then came up for air. He shouted, Mom, Dad, there's a sea in my bedroom. I'm jumping in the waves. I'm getting all wet. A sea in his bedroom? His father said. A sea in his bedroom? His mother said. What is he doing? They opened the bedroom door and peeked in. There was David, swimming on the floor with his toys all around him, but there was no sea, no sea at all. David sat up. He touched his dry pants and shirt. He touched his hair. He was dry. There was a sea, he said. There was a soft, growly, friendly sea. It, it lives inside the shell. It's, it's gone back in now. His father smiled. It's not a real sea, he said. It's just a noise the shell makes when you put it against your ear. But David knew there had been a sea in his bedroom. There was even a small pile of sand underneath his chair. Look there, he said. Look there. I'm going to keep it always. I'm going to put the sand into a jar. Should we go to the beach tomorrow? His father asked. You can go swimming in the sea. Yes, said David. That would be fun. He would take his kickboard, his snorkel, and his bucket and spade. He wasn't frightened 
of the big sea anymore. What's a spade? Not at all. A spade is a tool that people use when they're digging. And it's typically kind of like, imagine a shovel, but smaller and kind of pointy. That's what a spade is. And the last picture we see him swimming in the ocean. Or the sea, I should say. And it looks like a lot of fun, doesn't it? We live about an hour away from a big ocean, the Pacific one. And we can go get in the car and drive through traffic and be right there in the ocean. We could do it any old time we wanted. What do you say we do that real soon, huh? Yeah? Okay. Well, friends, that is the end of this story. And it is exciting to see the sea, and it's exciting to be near it. And you know, some people actually live on the sea, and that's what they do all day long, is they work on the ocean. Do you know? Those are the people who work on boats or pirates. Yeah, those are exciting. Maybe we could find some pirate stories. What do you say to that? Uh-huh. Okay, maybe we will. And that's the end. Say the end. The end.